Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, The Turning Point in Israel. Israel through the ages has consistently been a stiff-necked people. When Jesus, their Messiah, came on the scene, they received him not. Peter told them that before the kingdom can come, they must first come to repentance, Acts 3. Finally, the turning point will come in the day of the Lord when God supernaturally delivers Israel from Gog and Magog. This marks a major turning point in the nation of Israel. From that time on, they will recognize his covenant relationship with them and that it is this enduring relationship that has preserved them. We read in Ezekiel 39:22, So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day forward. The name Lord here is Yahweh, which is God's covenant name. It is considered to be the most sacred name for God in the Old Testament. Inherent in this name, as revealed by God, is his special forever covenant relationship with Israel. See Exodus 6, 3-7. This is a really big deal, consistently overlooked by the world, and sadly by many professing Christians as well. Historically, Israel has consistently looked to foreign nations for deliverance instead of trusting and relying upon Yahweh. Over and over again, the prophets pronounced judgment upon Israel because they did not properly look to God for deliverance. Instead, they looked to the Gentiles to protect them. Throughout the times of the Gentiles, Israel desperately looked to man for help instead of looking to their God. They came to depend upon the Gentiles instead of trusting in God. In the last days, Israel will be desperate for peace, as they are even now. But true to pattern, they will not look to Yahweh. Instead, a man with a plan, Antichrist, will come out of Europe and will offer them a peace plan that they can't refuse. Jesus came in the Father's name, but this man will come in his own name, offering protection simply on the basis of who he is within himself, offering nothing but his own credentials in a vacuum. The Jews, in desperation, will look to him for protection and will enter into a seven-year covenant, thus unknowingly entering into what the Bible calls a covenant with death. Isaiah 28, 15. It will not be until after the destruction of Gog and Magog that Israel will finally, finally recognize that their protection is really from Yahweh, their one true Savior, and that their covenant relationship with him is still intact. Today, Israel generally does not recognize Yahweh as their protector or the one who is preserving them. Instead, they, for the most part, think that they are a self-made people and they are looking to the Gentile nations to help them. In this context, the United States prophetically will go by the wayside, and a leader from Europe will emerge and offer Israel the help that they so desperately need. Daniel 9, 26 and 27. Israel will go for it and will celebrate peace and safety, only to have the day of the Lord, and within it, the war of Gog and Magog come down upon them. But in their deliverance at that time, they will come to know Yahweh as their God. From that day forward, they as a nation will depend upon him as their God. Note the language here is strong, saying from that day forward. 
Israel will know that Yahweh is their God. This terminology, the Lord, that is Yahweh, the Lord, Yahweh their God, is covenant language. This is language that recognizes God's covenant protection instead of looking to the Gentiles for deliverance. This is the exact same language Zechariah uses in relation to Israel's conversion in the day of the Lord as seen in Zechariah 13.9. There we read, I will bring one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people. And each one will say, the Lord, Yahweh, the Lord is my God. This day sets in motion Israel's conversion. Indeed, Israel's conversion is a process that culminates in them looking on the one whom they pierced and mourning for him as one mourns for his only son in conjunction with the second coming, see Zechariah 12.10. Under the powerful ministry of the two witnesses and in conjunction with Gog and Magog, Israel comes to recognize Yahweh as their God and never again departs from that position. In the middle of the tribulation, a great remnant of the Jews will have been converted and will follow Jesus' instructions to flee to the mountains when they see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Matthew 24, 15, and 16. Also observe that recognizing the Lord as their God is closely tied to the time when God's Spirit is poured out upon them, as seen in verses 28 and 29 at the end of Ezekiel 39. This denotes conversion, and Israel's conversion is associated with the day of the Lord that culminates in the second coming. A great turning point is coming for Israel, and it will happen in conjunction with the Gog and Magog event as recorded in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Lord, we thank you that you're not done with your people Israel. Your covenant promises will yet be fulfilled to them. But Lord, uh, they need to be brought to repentance. And Lord, they will be in the day of the Lord. There will be a a great turning, a national turning, a great remnant uh, turning to you uh, in that context. And we see here it's going to happen in conjunction with the Gog and Magog event. You have told us that very specifically. It will be in that day that they will come to know you as the Lord their God, and they will do so from that day forward. So we thank you for the prophetic scriptures and the truth that we find therein. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. <music> 